What's up, y'all, and welcome back to the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Rain Coleman, and... My name is Aaron. I go by Lady H. I am a co-host of Watch With You Podcast. Something. I'm just worried about Jasmine. Yeah. I mean, who knows what she's going through? Kind of makes that grade dispute make sense. Yeah, they fix it on grades when everything else seems out of control. Yeah, but that dispute could control whether or not I get tenure. Liv, do not be dramatic, all right? You'll be fine. Look. I've never seen him so close to town. Let's go. We shouldn't be here. Come on. You know, like you could have pretended to i mean you know what's wrong with just being white mm-hmm. it's not it's I, the way i took that once everything was out in the wash is that being white was not enough because everybody is white so you and, and then everybody is white where everyone had a quote-unquote regular and i don't mean that to you know disown the amish puritan type of people but regular in the sense that everyone went to high school had prom, did all this regular ass American shit, and you're coming into the game late. So you have to find a way to separate yourself. And what are white people going to do? They're not going to question your blackness. They, like, that's not going to happen. Like, if you right. say you black and you you don't look white, they're just going to accept that you are black. What white person who is from Connecticut, uh, generations of fucking Harvard and, and whatever else are going to say, mm, I don't know, Liv. You look like you may be mixed race. You look a little bit like my Aunt Cheryl. No white person is going to do that. So by grafting blackness, it it gives you sort of a shield. You can, you'll still get the, I don't know, the racism part of it. But are, are you really, when you're making sure you're the only quote unquote black person in the room in a sea of white people who don't even see that there's a difference or something wrong with you? And are right. you doing? And and the fact that she's using her high yellow privilege, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we got colorism there as well. No, come on, and Speak she's great. And then the blackness, she's she's performing blackness, which is mm-hmm. like I saw the head scarf and all this other stuff, and you're you're leaning into the stereotype of mm-hmm. what white people expect of black yep. people, including the music. I mean, the music that she chose. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, go for it because I knew you was going to pop I go was like it. what the fuck is it that's where even if we didn't have the scene with the mom right before I was like what the fuck is this who like the, it felt so forced Ooh. at that time it, it felt like because regardless if you're black white grew up with black people white people or whatever there is an understanding with coworkers, there's an understanding in a professional setting and you can let loose and have a celebration but my go-to song would never be real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga big birkin bags about five six feet they would never in a in a room full of older white and it's not even that they're white these are old ass people these people were old so i don't know that felt so minstrel that felt so yes let me thank you for saying for you that felt so that's what it was bamboozled. yes like, it was jigaboo time come on gail and dance for these whites 
and I and I can I can as Gail, I mean I'm sorry, as Liv, I can confidently do all this knowing that I'm pulling one over on them. This is the blackness that they expect. This is the blackness that will keep me here. This is the blackness that has me um um in a room and able to be friends with Gail because we're so different. We're not both the ratchet black girl. We're not both the conservative black girl. We're so different that of mm. course you need us both. And if I, you don't, you can cut her before me because I am blackness to an extreme mm. that Gail is not. And so if you're looking for diversity and you're looking to, at first glance, know that we have black people here, I'm the black you want. And you know what, though? But then juxtapose that to that frat party Oof. where Jasmine was dancing like Carlton Dang. while the white people were yes. nigga, nigga, nigga. Mm-hmm. And she, she, I mean, she, her face was kind of like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. But that's also a generational thing because yep. you, with hip-hop and black culture being more widely accepted as far as like window dressing for these white folks to put on and be cool and edgy, it wasn't the same for their parents and grandparents' generation. So... I think you're absolutely right, but it's more accepted. Now, if we do 20 years down the line and we revisit Master Film for uh, 2042 and we take the extension of that story, it could maybe be flipped in reverse, where now it's these young kids who are at this party. Now, they are expecting real-ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga in their 60s, but then this new generation maybe are going back to the values of their grandparents and parents. But, yeah, that was that was a stark difference yes <laughs> lord and, and by the way i'm every woman mm-hmm. either whitney or shaka was right mm-hmm. there was right there for you to be so pro-black and of a certain age where and I, again black people don't exist in a monolith so mm-hmm. you know in a vacuum so you know things change but for a woman in i'd say what is she maybe in her mid-40s maybe who live? Live, mm-hmm. maybe mid forties. I'd say at the oldest, maybe forty six. Maybe you would have been around for a certain time where the Shaka Khan would be the place you would go, or even if you went with newer music, it like that wouldn't be it. That like that would my grandmother who was like a Black Panther, a mortician, a superintendent of a school, she would not put on like that wouldn't be where she went. Neither would like my aunts and and them. And I mentioned them specifically because even if you're looking at black people who uphold the um what is the racial thing, the um uh respectability politics, mm-hmm. that's not where you're going. And even if you're a radical, why would you go there with all these white people? That's uh, weird. Yeah, it, it was so weird. And you know, like Whitney was Whitney's version came in the nineties too. So it was like, yo, and it was the right bodyguard there. days. Um before before crack is whack. Yeah. Um <laughs> the thing if you had seen One Night in Miami, which was Not also right. an Amazon okay. movie directed by Regina, the other Regina, Regina mm-hmm. King. Did you say yes? No, no, not yet. Okay. But go ahead, say what, say whatever you can spoil that hell, because that might be nice. I, I think okay. So if it's not this movie, I apologize. But there was a scene I felt between Aldous Hodge, who was mm. playing Jim Brown, and uh, the cat who was playing Detroit Red himself, mm-hmm. Malcolm X. Come on, 
And, uh, you know, one of the conversations was you had Muhammad Ali Mm -hmm. and Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, and Malcolm X. And Malcolm X was, and and Muhammad Ali was, it was still Cassius Mm -hmm. Clay. And Cassius just won this fight and, and he was just about to convert to uh, Islam and change his name to Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. And Malcolm also wanted to talk to other people, prominent black men about mm-hmm. converting as well. So, uh, you know, as Jim Brown and as Sam Cooke, and this is the premise of the movie, and um, like they're celebrating with Cassius on his win in Miami, mm-hmm. uh, you have this conversation. And of course, you know, um, Malcolm is putting this this pressure. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was Jim Brown. Um, if it wasn't Jim Brown, then it was Sam Cooke, who was like, you light-skinned cats are always trying to prove your blackness. <laughs> like, y'all are the ones that go so hard. Mm-hmm to try to be black or to prove that you black, that it's for lack of a better term, uncomfortable. Mm. It's like, if you black, just be. Yeah. But it's like, no, I'm black y'all. I'm black (laughs) and I'm black y'all and I'm black and you black. And like at all times. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, I love them, but look at Huey Newton. Look at Kathleen Cleaver. Look at Angela Davis. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I was like, that observation ain't wrong. Look, look at Diane Nash. Mm-mm. These observations aren't wrong, and they all did great work. Now, some of them were more radical than others, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, like, and 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 they're also to be applauded when you think about some of them had the opportunity to pass. Yeah, for sure. And instead of passing, it was like, don't get it twisted. Not only are I black, but I'm black and you black. Mm-hmm. And I'm down for the cause. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the struggle. And I appreciate that because we wouldn't be where we are if we didn't stand on the shoulders of those giants. But I'm just saying it's a conversation to be had. Mm-hmm. And I think in that space and that conversation allows somebody like Rachel Dolezal to yeah. do what she did. It allows somebody like Liv mm-hmm. to do what they do. Yeah, and, that other and, lady you and too. yeah, and and perform yes, a blackness, mm-hmm. and or how they perceive black people would act like or be like, because you don't really get it, because we just be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew! You said it there. I, I, uh, this movie. I think that the Jasmine character would have done, would have been better received if she had have been more like Chiamaka Abadeo, I think that's her last name, from Ace of Spades. Mm. She was biracial. She yes. was black presenting. Yeah. Her father was, was he European? No, was he Italian? I believe so. And then there was Nigerian. Nigerian. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. But she was very much HBIC, confident, beautiful put together she had her own demons she was fighting but she was very much like i am who i say i am and not who you say i am and i don't know that this uh writer director 
took from those books, but I see the other black girl. I see yes. um, Ace of Space, and I even see I see Get Out. Not not so much, but I do see if we're looking at the horror part of it. I do see some Get Out, but mm. I, well, no, no, okay, no. I'll say as far as the social commentary, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. like story and plot and whatnot, but like the because I feel like you can watch this and Get Out and. If you're like looking for a few movies that are in the same vein or same same mood, sure. But that I have to. I, there's no way the other black girl, because Liv is um, Hazel. Yes. Liv is Hazel all day every day. Um, Gail to me is Nella, but just more connected to her blackness. Ooh, um, ooh. you thought Gail was Nella? Yes, I do. I Not, thought Jasmine a point. was Nella. Well, no, no. Okay, if we're talking about beat for beat, yes. You're absolutely right. But I felt like Gail was also Nella up until a point. Because, you know, Nella, spoiler for um, the other black girl, towards the end in that bathroom scene with Hazel, she essentially gave in. I think yeah. that Gail pivoted. But Gail is, she was still Nella to me. She was still, because you aren't, you're so knees deep in this very particular type of whiteness too. Let's let's really focus on that um, because you can say watch whiteness work and white privilege and all that, but this very specific and particular type of whiteness that you're in at this Ivy League adjacent school mm-hmm. that you have sought a position in. Like so, for me, the same some of the same critiques we have for Jasmine, I have them for Gail because why are you here? How is this where you ended up? How is this the space where you die hard want to be a master here? And it's not to say you can't be at a white school and be a black woman and enjoy mm-hmm. this and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But again, the prestige of whatever this Armitage College is, it never resonated with me. It never seemed to like it. It never felt like, oh, yeah, you absolutely got to be here, because if you a master here, you're going to be set for life. If you're a student here, like it never felt urgent it felt like oh this is just where i applied why are you here that's what it is you know i think that that that's what it was Mm. this is where i got the job Mm -hmm. i was tenure track i worked damn hard to Mm -hmm. get tenure Mm -hmm. and do do we understand like why tenure if that's your goal is the goal is it because of job security and also like prestige, continuous prestige? Is that it or is there more? It's it's mainly job security. Mm-hmm. And so as an adjunct, as an associate, as an assistant, mm-hmm. you don't qualify for a pension. Mm. And you you also um like once you get past that uh that tenureship mm-hmm. after, like <laughs> process. Yeah then the the job security is essentially that you you really can't be fired okay i know i know that much yeah you okay. know you could say you don't necessarily have to produce at the same level that you See, did as you're getting tenure as okay. you're going for tenureship mm-hmm. then you can retire from there and you become emerita or emeritus mm-hmm. and you you know and you're forever associated when you're on that tenure track and if you wanted to do like sabbatical mm-hmm. then you get paid 
See? To leave and do research mm-hmm. or go be a distinguished professor anywhere else in the world and all this other see? stuff and come back. That, see, okay, so let me rewrite for a second. Same way you deal with Jasmine. Mm-hmm. If there was more, because I think Gail was more in touch with her culture, her Blackness mm-hmm. culturally than the other two, mm-hmm. I think that if there was a space where I've graduated from this school, be it PWI, HBC, or whatever, and I, in my big age as Gail, am not on track to even not even tenure but to secure a position that would give me security that i so desperately need maybe because of the way i was raised maybe because i just wanted to have a better life but this school that i wasn't on my radar under kind of mysterious circumstances have accepted me but Mm -hmm. it's what i need so i can overlook the mysterious stuff to know that now this goal is there and so not only am i on attractive tenure, I get to do the thing I so desperately wanted, to be a master over these students, to be able to look back at them, because maybe my master at my school was such an amazing person that this is now the the road I want to go on. I never felt any urgency, because one, two, one thing for certain, two things for sure. If a bell is constantly ringing in my fucking house, and I go upstairs, and there's nothing there, I'm not staying here. I'm not staying here. I don't give a damn about no tenure. What is happening? I need to know what is... what. All of the weird stuff that happened, to me, if there had been this very diehard, I need to be tenured, and here's the only place I can get that, or the quickest track to get that, then I could almost excuse that. But why are you here? And it was so easy to walk away from at the end. It just wandered away. Like, you didn't even go get your stuff. Homeboy's like, oh, well, the exit's that way. Sir, I am one of four Black people on this campus. Are you really, are you really about the question as to who I am? And the it doesn't thing, make sense. Yeah. So, really quick, the other thing that pissed me off is that it, the, 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 the school never felt like it was in the middle of a city. So, that conversation with them at the end of the movie was weird, because I'm like, what other Black people are just randomly on this campus that's like, 40 miles away from the next mm-hmm. city. So, like, fuck are you talking about? And, and and the thing about it is, in order for you to have tenureship, you darn sure had to have been there at least five years. So, listen. What? And she had a portrait up? So, what? And how, how do you they, not... It didn't make sense. <laughs> it didn't. At all. I was like, does the writer not know, maybe? Because I didn't know about the five-year thing. But to me, I was like, you have a portrait. You have a whole fucking house. You've been here long enough, but then, but then to kind of push back against that, she had just moved into that house. So did she just get tenure now? No, she had onto been, campus. I think that in order for you to even have applied to be master, you it, it is something that is only through tenured professors. So you are already tenured. So you had already spent a decent mm. amount of time mm-hmm. at the school. You mm-hmm. you moving into this house now is because you have applied and are now living there. Mm. And my thing is this. You so connected to your culture. Mm. You see some wild stuff. Mm. You don't go Lovecraft country and get somebody to shit to, to uh pray them spirits out or cut up some some blood. Some you ain't got blood. no homegirl. You ain't uh-huh. got no one homegirl. Burn some sage. Something. Like something. I there's there's I feel like 
I really want to look into the director. And I'm mad I didn't do a little bit more research into her because I just wanted to discuss the movie. But I want to say, what kind of upbringing did that woman have that this is the movie that came? Not, and again, not bashing the movie, but like, what about your life that made you make this movie and does based off your experience at this PWI, not even the white in the school aspects, but just the cultural ones. Like, wh- I talked to my mom when I went off to college. We talked like every couple days, at least twice a week. If something happened, my mom knew what was going on. Maybe not that day, but like a little bit later, I'm like, damn, can you believe we had a fire drill? Mm-hmm. Woke me up at three in the morning. Like, and it's not like, oh, you a mama's boy. It's like, no, I fucking know who my family is. I'm going to speak to them. So if I end up kissing my roommate's would-be maybe girlfriend, I might not say, mom, I did some bad shit, but I'm like, oh, you know, me and Trevor ain't getting along. Um, to be honest, you know what I'm saying? I may And even if it ain't my mom, it's somebody who I'm connected to outside of this damn school. So, like, what is... I feel like Jasmine was okay well i can't say that because it's about this girl's lived in experience but jasmine to me just feels like a white character that was like race bit oh, oh, oh. that's what she feels like to me um if it this feels oh. like this was a story <laughs> this feels like because if you look at amelia mm-hmm. her story to me i'm sorry was a bit more interesting because now, okay, you've come to the school. You've dealt with some type of sexual assault at a different institution. Now you've run away. Now it's like, okay, was that more of a, a, a Ivy League, more of a public, um, um, a school based in the public eye? And you run off to this school because it's just as prestigious, but it's very low key. So you can reinvent yourself and just be who you want to be without the stigma of sexual assault. Whereas with Jasmine, it's like, all of the things you set up for her, like the sleepwalking, like the relationship with her mom, and this, none of that to me felt like it came full circle. Like I never saw her sleepwalk. Maybe they were alluding to that by her like waking up, these jump scares of her waking up. But I was like, either it's not done well or maybe I'm not perceiving this the right way. But it feels like it was a, just a regular story. And then now let's add the racial element. Because even the witch, the, the the witch aspect, I don't think was done well. Because you also had the maid. And I'm like, well, are they one and the same? Or what? I... Well, I think that the reason why uh, we were, that Gail was seeing the maid is because when she said, like, y'all treat me like mm-hmm. the maid to clean up your messes. Mm-hmm. And so I think that she kept on seeing herself or or grafting herself on the spirit that was in there because that's what how they saw black people mm-hmm. to come in here and clean up your mess mm-hmm. of the mess that they made. Um, so that I mean, her seeing the maid it didn't it didn't bother me. That witch though, I do feel as though it should have been um, like fleshed out a little bit more. Yes. I think that a lot of the weaknesses of this movie is the fact that it, sh- it was using get out as shorthand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I didn't, and I think that it also was dealing with a premise that says we all know white people are evil. We all know that PWIs are, you know, are evil because white people are evil. 
So now put a black person in there. You know that they're going to be evil. And I think that it was a lot of, you know, girl, you know, mm-hmm. boy, you know, instead of really fleshing it out and right. showing. Right. And, and, and I oh. think that that is where it's weak. And and also, and the thing about it is now, again, on mm-hmm. my podcast, I have gone <laughs> on many a rant mm-hmm. about the not uh, the isolation and the islanding of a black character mm-hmm. where they are no longer um you know they they are cut off from their culture mm-hmm. they're cut off from their food they're cut off from their music they're cut off mm-hmm. from their spiritual practices they're cut off from their hair care from their homegirls so when you said that you know it's kind of felt like a white character that was race and i said ooh because mm-hmm. that's exactly what they did they isolated her and in a way that just didn't seem authentic because she rejected all of the attempts or or relationship with black people like mm-hmm. she had no okay gail she did go to her and gail was neutral mm-hmm. but the black girl who was like girl yep. you're not crazy it was no but you are and then it was, you know, like contentious with Liv. And it was, what is, and, and then also the black women in the lunch counter. It was odd. And yeah. it's like, so there was no community with the black women? I was even more upset that Sasha and her had met for the first time there. I was like, how the fuck? And she knew who she was. Sasha was like, you are Jasmine, right? Like how, and that's even a critique at Sasha. Like, have you not thought to maybe approach her? Well, I don't. Whatever. I don't know. I want. I want to blame her. But that. Yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. Everything. This is. This was not done well to me. But. Where was the humor? What? So. So our. So. So our blackness. Mm-hmm. Is about isolation and trauma. Mm-hmm. Haunting isolation and trauma. There's no joy. You know what? That's and and a girl. I went because I went through the hashtag after I finished live tweeting, and she was like, "Well," and I, at first I had a negative, immediate reaction to what she said, but then I thought about. It, I was like, "No, she's right." She's like, "Well, where are our stories of just fucking goblins and ghosts? Why is it all this trauma?" And I was like, "Well, shit, this is the story the girl wanted to tell, which is true, but two things can be true at once. Why is it not just because I'll tell you, I feel like this is three different movies." This is okay. three different movies at one. Jasmine's story had it have given been given room to breathe and just been about Jasmine would have maybe ended up being better. Even if you wanted to end her up at the same place, I think with more time focused on just her, you can add in these elements that makes that a um as an audience member that will make me more willing to accept that end because now you've put in these little kind of Easter eggs. Oh, she sleepwalks and, you know, she's not getting along from anyone and her and her family aren't close. And then, okay, I can accept the ending you gave me. Then you also have the story of, um, of Gail and the maid. And I think that is a story, the movie all in of itself. That mm-hmm. comes told. And then you have this idea or live in this racial politics that to me give me a full movie about gail and about how she's or not gail, i'm sorry live and how she's fucking fighting tooth and nail to get tenure these white folks won't let her just for the plot twist at the end to be i was one of you all along 
So it's I, this feels like it's a mashup of three different movies, and one of these should have been separated. Like, honestly, just make Liv an actual black woman and then make her, you know, be sabotaging whatever because she wants this so bad. Like, this whole I, um, Rachel Dolezal part, I, I like it. I think it works well, but it's like, there's a lot going on in this movie to to not have to be such a short movie for every like this should have been in-game level runtime for all the shit they got going on in this movie yeah or make yes, it a yes. yeah i agree to let it breathe and mm-hmm. uh, and i think that the other shorthand for me was the actress who played jasmine mm-hmm. who's zoe renee did mm-hmm. you ever watch the quad um I, I started it years ago but it's been it's been long it's been a long time and see, so she played this character mm-hmm. who was um, wanted to be in a band, but mm. she just kind of like rubbed people the wrong way. Mm. And uh, so I won't go too much further than that, but she just rubbed folk the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then something happened and people were like girl and then and then she was like no but i'm with you don't you love me now and people were like yeah. no girl you know yeah because she rubbed that and i saw a little bit of that mm-hmm. you know here and again i'm like but give me more and don't don't use that shorthand double girl you've seen a quad mm-hmm. and now you know how you know about Rachel Dolezal, mm-hmm. you know about how white people do, mm-hmm. then so we don't have to fully explain it because I'm giving you enough where you're See, not giving me any depth. It's so I, it was shallow. I hated it. I I you hated it. Well, no, no, not the movie. No, no, <laughs> certain parts of it. I hate that. For me, I'm pro black all day long, but I mm-hmm. get sick and tired of lazy white races. Um, I think we got some of that in the 4400 for this um, this CW season, and me and Robert talked about that as well. Mm-hmm. I don't like this shorthand of "oh, this is a white man who hates black people." That may very right. well be true, but be a bit more interesting. Don't give me "oh, these Negroes is taking our jobs and these Hispanics is such and such." Like I don't because making these white people even now this kind of gets into my thoughts and hopes for the end of the movie that did not come to fruition is i wanted the supernatural element that was kind of promised to us and it fell flat so where yeah you could have these microaggressions the systemic issues and these white people being aloof be it intentionally or or vindictively or whatever but at the end, at the very end, when Gail started seeing these literal ghosts, I was like, where the fuck is that movie? Where is that movie? Where, if, if we can see the white men's ghosts and the maid's ghosts, where mm-hmm. was the witch? Where was that hey. other black, oh, the, all those other people, but that first black uh, student? Who, yes. That, yes. Where was she? Why yes. was she not talking to jasmine why mm-hmm. was she not, and, and you know like why were they malevolent i this this movie i was okay okay so i had my issues the entire time but it wasn't until that last scene that i was absolutely disgusted with the movie because we, can you imagine how much better this movie would have been 
if the faculty that are tenured were dead white people this whole time? Ghost? I, I you... thought that I thought that when we saw the and maybe you explained it to me when we first I, I think that um at the end mm-hmm. we saw move in day again for Jasmine mm-hmm. and the white people were like, We got a live one here. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. had face paint on. I was like, wait, are they are they are, are they, they ghosts? And they'll yes. just white people face paint. Like, you know, like their pride face paint yeah. type of a deal. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I thought, you know, so at first, like, oh, you're the live one. They're mm-hmm. really dead. Maybe those are all the people that died from that room. I mean. Nothing. And, and or I, or was it in where or was that the case? I don't think so, because they didn't if so, you didn't do a good job of fucking showing that in the movie. Like that would have been an amazing fucking premise is that this whole time and have you seen um american horror story murder house the first season yes so my thought was when regina tried to leave she was going to be dead too because they did that painting of her so she Mm -hmm. could never leave campus so when they had the conversation about but you're the first black master and she was like oh it's not that you know you're the woman she's like no no but this you're the first black master so i was like okay all of the faculty are deceased ghosts who just can't leave the campus. We've seen them men playing cards. We've seen the guy walk upstairs. And even the guy who um, Liv was like, oh, you, you got to dance to this song. Him, he was one of the pictures too. I was like, but this would have been a better movie. Don't give me this in the last 10 minutes. This isn't, it's not giving what it's supposed to have gave. No, like, no, because I mean, mm. let's say that those were the imposter syndrome, right? And mm. so, so it, it, you know, almost saying like, no, that imposter syndrome is really the ghost of of old white people telling mm. you that you don't belong, who have set up the systems that made you believe it, who mm. have barred you and gate and was guilty of gatekeeping, and mm. now they're like you're they're made real and manifest, and they're like talking to you. You could put a mm-hmm. face to their name. Mm. It would have made more sense to me, but like mm. I, I think that they the bones was there. Yeah. But I don't know what the issues were. Was it that you got a mandate for it needs to be an hour and some change because you Mm. know that our attention spans, Mm -hmm. you know, aren't aren't the way they used to be unless there's explosion and, and nudity? Or is it like what was it? Because I there was I like the actors. Yeah. There wasn't anybody in the cast where I was like, you, you are modeling hair. Like <laughs> none of that, you know. So and and there was this tension there. The music. Now there was some music choices I wanted to ask about mm-hmm. that I I don't have access to all of my notes, but I just felt as though if this was an older white person like campus, and I know that white people, um, like you said, like have grafted onto our music and this is is popular culture now mm-hmm. and they feel as though it's their music and that's why they can say the N-word and all this mm-hmm. other things. But some of their chill music, it didn't seem like it would be white people's chill music. Like it sound it felt like this was black music all the way through. Mm-hmm. And and I just thought that for it to be such a prestigious uh, you know, um elitist and they try to make it seem like there ain't a lot of us here. And mm-hmm. you know, like for for us, or maybe that's part of the problem. They don't want us. They want our music. They want our yeah, culture. Our they culture, want everything but else. But mm-hmm. I just felt like even in some other places that 
it was black baited <laughs> like the yeah. music and that cachet of cool mm-hmm. but that we weren't there it's like is that the right music choice for this scene and maybe so but it's still like i'm with you it, it it can be odd but then i can also see an argument for like we said black culture is popular black people are not so right I... but but the other uh, score though the score did a really good job of communicating tension where mm-hmm. i was waiting for something i was constantly waiting for yes something mm-hmm. and waiting for a payoff and it just literally mm-hmm. wandered off mm-hmm. just like gail did yeah and if i mean <sighs> i saw it yesterday i saw it during the day because i didn't know what to expect <laughs> and i said I ain't fitting to, you know, like drive myself crazy. Right, right. Night. So, you know, the kids was was elsewhere and, you know, I just had some time where I could watch it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it, I, it that it was over, I was like, so is People Puzzler one? <laughs> I was like, you know, what, let me turn on the game show network, see if I can get yeah. some People Puzzler. And, you know, yeah. and it wasn't, it was, it, it didn't haunt me the way mm-hmm. that I think that it or that it should, I didn't want to like call up um, my like my collective of black women and mm-hmm. femmes who are dissertating right now. Be like, yeah. girl, you gotta watch this. <laughs> I didn't want to contact the homies who had graduated and was like, mm-hmm. oh, what was? I was just like, okay. If somebody wanted to engage and talk, like you know, like we going in, right? yeah, we go, we're giving a we're giving a loving critique that says mm-hmm. you have made this thing, director Diallo. Mm-hmm. We, there are things about it that we like. Yeah. There are things that we don't. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, other than that, do I see anybody that I know uh, else that I know that would probably want to engage with me about this movie? No. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and I I don't know if it's because Sandy Ten comes back today and Bridgerton comes back on Friday and the mm. Batman's out in theaters and mm-hmm. Abbott Elementary comes back on Tuesday and we got ourselves a party, you know, mm-hmm. like where there's so many other things to choose from which yeah. to choose yeah. that this is not going to be the selection. Mm-hmm. And you how do you have Regina Hall, who is naturally funny, come on, and not and not have any <clears throat> jokes. No levity, no homegirl kiki. She seemed miserable the whole time, <laughs> the entire it, it, movie. Because <laughs> that's all we are, right? So PWIs equal like there's no joy. That, that's what I'm saying. Like nothing. Angie, that was the other thing, by the way. We talked about food, like when she's mm-hmm. when uh, Liv said like to Jasmine, "Oh, you gonna be here? Well, I'm going to New York. You know they gonna have some." Uh, mm-hmm. uh, cornbread mm-hmm. and collard greens and I was like girl you could have just said Thanksgiving mm-hmm. you know yeah, you said cornbread and collard greens like you know what you Negroes eat yeah like we, we know what we eat like, I yeah, mean you might side. as well say fried chicken and watermelon yeah and the Code 45 on the side no! this is yeah this was this was this was so weird like and i hated that the only joy honestly in the movie came from live that was the closest to black joy we had because everybody else was fucking miserable they were going was faking the fuck Mm-mm, and having fun doing it too and i was like Woo. you Woo, child. yeah this was this was, but like i think this movie should have done more with 
the three leads backstory. Yeah. Or two and a half leads or whatever. Because to even mention she has a brother, I was like, well, okay, I get that showing us that you lied, but like, so what? Like, what do you like? Why are you bringing him up? And like, oh, she wanted to tell you that she uh, had an affair with a with a, a Negro, a black man. I was just thinking, like, how? Did, but how did where? They how? That, yeah, there yeah. we go. And even if they met, how would this have happened? Because if I'm this white puritanical woman who has told Gail people leaving is not common, I would imagine you didn't leave. And even if you left and met a black man. Like, did you leave, get pregnant the day you left, have that baby, give it up? Like, I what? Where's no, this mysterious black man from New England? Where is he? Yeah, you know, the only the only benefit of that is that she did. Nobody accused this black man of raping her. Mm, you know, because like, oh, yeah. I was a. You know, I'm really mm. glad that that wasn't the case. That it was just. Mm. Uh, there was a, a and she was an she was ashamed that she had a baby mm-hmm. by a black man, but mm-hmm. that but they didn't talk about they didn't imply that it was anything other than mm-hmm. consensual, and I appreciate that. Right, right, right. Um, I, you know, I had another question. Mm-hmm. At the end, yeah, Jasmine's gone. Who are all these people lighting candles? These allies, these quote unquote allies. Mm-hmm. These Black Lives Matters in your Twitter bio, people. Like, what? What the hell? Was <laughs> like, that was so weird. And I mean, I guess I get it as far as a student has, you know, did what she did at the school. But like, also, what? And also, where the fuck is her family? Like, there's no way. I don't know, man. This this whole. I don't care if you racially adopted, you adopted by black people, your family is, you know, 6,000 miles away or whatever. Like, where's your family? Can can I say something about that? Go ahead. Go ahead. So, back in my day. <laughs> now, this is 1998 when I graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. And so this is like at the cusp of birth mm. of you know we were still using aol dial-up they were giving mm-hmm. it to you in the mail you know yeah. like this is internet was really new to mm-hmm. dark consumers and uh i was recruited to go to the school in storm lake city iowa mm. and my grandmother said and she was born in the 20s mm-hmm. and she said ain't no black people in iowa you're going to go there. They're going to see you. They're going to be outside your door talking about bring out the nigga. Mm. And you are too far. And I'm from Baltimore. So mm. you are too, in Baltimore, Maryland, you are too far away from us to get to, to you on time. Yeah. And that, like, they were like, and I was, this is 1998. She said that. And I was like, grandma. <laughs> and she was like, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. And I, but I was like, you ain't wrong. Yeah. You know, like I didn't, I mean, she said it and it was shocking. Mm-hmm. That you, you know, like you know, one could say, "Well, you projecting this was that was then, this is now." Mm-hmm. Like, nah, 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 nah. The mm-hmm. point of the matter is, you cannot trust folk that you don't know. Yeah, and we are too far away to provide you aid in yes. a timely manner when you might need it. Mm-hmm. And there it is. And you know, I, I mean, I had a kid that he's he was in a conservatory program he spent two years in new york Mm. and two years 
in uh, L.A. He's still mm-hmm. in L.A. Why was I okay with that? Because that's a oh my god! Look, I'm no, answering like it's a okay it. <laughs> Because my aunt is in San Diego. Mm. Because I have a whole bunch of friends in L.A. The first mm. thing I did before I signed off on it, I had mm-hmm. a friend in and who lives in D.C. now, mm-hmm. but he's from L.A. And I said, Edward, he was like, oh, I got you. <laughs> Call his mama. Like, See? oh, no. When, that's what we do. That's what we do. When he was in New York, even though New York was close. Yeah. I had friends. One of them is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I took a picture of him and I was like, Ramesh? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, it's like, uh-uh. Like, this is my baby. My baby yes. is in New York. Yes. And, you know, like, all of my family that was there. Asia, my best friend, mm-hmm. she lives in Delaware, and she was on, she was like, I can get to them before you can. Mm-hmm. Like, we were all, like, you know, my people what? in New Jersey, everybody knew that my baby was there. Mm-hmm. That's, but, that. <sighs> that's what's, okay. I, I didn't know anybody. Yeah. So when my grandmother was like, ain't no black people in Iowa, she mm-hmm. meant that we don't know anybody in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we don't got no people in Iowa. I yep. cannot send you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that meant. Yes, and it, I, I think we've all gotten that some degree of that because I'm just a bit younger than you and got the same treatment when I went away to school in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Like we have family there, but we have family that my mom grew up with that I never knew, and she was like, "Oh yeah, cousin such and such." Yeah, he's down there. Mm-hmm. You know, this is again. Here's a, here's a picture. Here's a Polaroid of us. Mm-hmm. Here's his phone number, and was definitely like, "You need to call them every couple weeks." Like, mm-hmm. there's no way, like, you need to see them. You need to let them lay eyes on you. And I'm like, man, I'm just down here. But that's what we did. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, cousin, I know we're getting close to holiday time. I'm not going to be here for the holiday, but here I am. Mm-hmm. You know, we had dinner every now and then. When, mm-hmm. I was there, when I started working, it was like, okay, you don't have to see us every day, but we will, because I was in retail, we'll pop up, you know, every now and then, not mm-hmm. as, a, as a sneaky thing, but, like, to lay eyes on you. And so it that that's not unfamiliar to me and so my same critique from the time the movie started is where the fuck are your parents jasmine and why the fuck are you at this school yeah this is... here's another thing come on and the room they they knew that people had died by why is still... suicide yes why are people still using that room like convert that or board it up do something maybe yes. maybe blow out that a little bit of that room to get the room next to it bigger and then charge more for that but why are people still using this room it does not make sense this is fucking ridiculous i was like even that white girl amelia why is she in this room like yes. why is anyone in this room <laughs> like this uh i was that's why it, i thought it, everybody was dead i thought they was all ghosts mm, mm. but i guess not this movie is fucking wild and it's wild for all the right and wrong reasons like how do you manage to do that how (laughs) like this um i know the bail was an issue from well i mean i understand what it was the maid's bail but constantly hearing the bail not telling anyone or not having anyone to tell because all of the black people none of them had connections to anyone not even at the school um let me see. Uh, the the three women I talked talked about that. The lunch ooh, lady. Oh, can we talk about the not connections at the school? The so who? when Gail had her breakdown, mm-hmm. how did those white women? They watched her. They did yes, but they then they her, sat yeah, her wrong. down and they mm-hmm. said, mm, 
we're all burnt out by the end of this the semester. We need to deal about self-care. Do you know? Do you see this tension knot? Oh, yes. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. They were like, yeah, "Yeah, you had your breakdown, but we all do. Like, girl, this is not like... And then that one, the one who was like very much social justice warrior, her damn self, the blonde lady, I was like... And I'm glad she caught her out like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, no. It's always, oh, wow. Oh, no with you. And I was like, yeah, because you're so... You're just like Liv. You're just not wearing blackface. You are just like Liv. Oh, the plight of the black students and this and that, but you're not doing the work to get this done. Even the conversation about tenure was like, oh, you know, she's like, you were advocating for Liv, sure, but the fact that the other white lady with the brown hair mentioned to Gail, can you be impartial because that's your homegirl? Why is she not some of y'all's homegirl then? Why is she just um, why she just Gail's homegirl if you're so down for the cause and black people need things um, to be treated as fairly and this and that, but you have no kind of conversation with this woman? Do you know anything about her past her being a black woman? So You know what? I think that that was a huge part of the ho- the social horror. Like, how do you deal with that as a black person, right? Mm-hmm, Where mm-hmm. you know that it is it is the assumption that you are friends with this person, and mm-hmm. if it is true that you can't be impartial, but you know that if you're not that voice at the table to kind of advocate mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. mediate, then this mm-hmm. person's probably going to be screwed. Yeah, and it it's so it's so sad. Well, it's so that I, I actually did like that scene mm-hmm. because of those reasons. Because I was like, well, yeah, you coming at Gail wrong? Because like, motherfucker, ain't nobody you know do this for you. But what the the white lady with the brown hair said was. Um, she, she, though she had that kind of bullshit ass microaggression, like, can you be impartial? This is your friend. She also followed up with them facts. Like she has not published. We've all gone through the process. The fact is, even though it's hard, we've all done it and earned our spot. And I was like, well, damn, if we're basing it off of that, she's not wrong. Again, I didn't know about tenure at that time, but I was mm-hmm. like, if she's saying that all of us in this room have published and published and published, and we all can collectively agree to the fact that Liv has not, so we do have to base our decision on things outside of published work, black, white, yellow, green, red, or whatever, if the fact is you need to have more published work and you don't have more published work, I can advocate, and I could probably even get you in here, but like she said, has she earned her spot like we have? So, but see, and all right, I gotta like push back on that one. Okay, right? come on. Like, no, you're right. But they said so her publications were thin, and that it was because she like wrote an op-ed, or it mm-hmm. wasn't a peer-reviewed journal. Now okay. the issue with peer-reviewed journals, there are so many. Number one, so many have converted because it's expensive to print, right? Mm-hmm. So they're online. A lot of them, mm-hmm. where they're not monthly. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about maybe you have quarterly, maybe you have once a year. Okay, see, that should have been clear. So maybe it's like two, right? So it's harder to publish. It's harder. And you're a writer, so you know this. Like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. harder. And then you have competition. And then it's about who do you know and who's writing with you. So, yeah, you may have a whole bunch of publications, but mm-hmm. are you... Are you the lead author or is your name on publications? Because why people understand 
that that's a part of gatekeeping. Mm. And in order for you to have a currency, mm. you have to be published. Now, tell me this, because mm -hmm. when you were going through the list, I'm understanding what you're saying. And so that does make more sense. But are you telling me that even if she published 10 articles, but the fact that they're online and not in a physical book, that's not considered publishing? It, they, it's, they may not consider it the same caliber because that, that's, that's what they mean by like thin. Now they said yeah. she only has two, whereas Gail had like two books two published books, and a yeah. whole bunch of other stuff. Like See, because she had to, that was at twice as hard. This is pissing me off and mainly because of the movie, because now you're as a movie, you're relying on everyone having this knowledge where I still stand by what I said. But with this added information you've given me now, I'm like, oh, no, no, wait, that's could be true. But what you're saying makes more sense to me. So why is that? And maybe I'm just the lone person that just doesn't no, know. But I feel no. like if you're doing a movie about academia and the horrors of it, a lot of this stuff needs to be spelled out. And see. I, Mm. I got it because like I went through it. I'm mm. going through it. <laughs> and I'm saying like, so some of it, I said, Oh, remember I was saying like, Oh no, there were some things that I could feel mm -hmm. in the back of my neck. Mm -hmm. Th these were the things. Right. Yeah. But that still does not make sense because, you know, in terms of fleshing it out and giving mm -hmm. you more and not dealing with that shorthand of yeah. knowledge, because you're supposed to, it's supposed to be accessible because otherwise why not? I mean, why put it on Amazon? Why not put it on like uh, the the Chronicle of Higher Education mm. and let it be this thing like where we all watch or you know stuff like oh oh my god ha ha, mm -hmm. ha like we get it mm -hmm. but no you're you're releasing it in theaters like you mentioned. yeah it's on yeah. Amazon Prime it's starring Regina Hall mm -hmm. it is being like I've seen it in lots of places but yet and still you're not explaining the process. Yeah. And that's, you know, cause you know, I started out saying like, I had such a problem with Harlem because they got it wrong, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of what they were trying to say is why. Um, and I can't even think of making this character's name. Didn't like, she was not progressing the way that mm -hmm. she should. And I was like, because in reality, this is what the process is. Mm -hmm. Camille. Mm -hmm. Camille. Yeah. That's it. Like, this is what the process really is. And there's all this gatekeeping that's there mm -hmm. from so many different avenues at and places and people that mm -hmm. stop you from getting what you need. That mm -hmm. maybe this is the reason why Liv felt justified. But why did she have to go after a black girl? That was the, the, it, the easiest way. Because, hey, you go after anybody else, it's... But like, how can you go after someone else? also been broken. But How? Because you know, she was in the room, right? She was also, like we say, like she left because mm -hmm. she clearly had a trauma. But that wouldn't give you the social kind of capital because she's a white girl. Like, oh, that's I, true. Because, and then remember, um, like Gail said, you got your tenure off the backs of this black girl's death. Yep. So if it hadn't been Amelia, I, I think that the sympathy would have been there because she was a student, but that extra push to get live that tenure, I think it would, we would have still been in the same boat as we were before. Like, why should we take you on when you're not published? Ugh, but, but, just, it's true. And, and students complain. It, it was just, mm, yeah, it was, yeah, it was an issue and a lot, a but hmm? 
this was a mess. <laughs> it, you know, it, it there was a there was a lot that I think could have been expressed mm-hmm. um, to make it more accessible to mm-hmm. a wider audience. Yeah. Uh, so this this feels niche of a niche of a subgroup of a mm-hmm. niche. Where mm-hmm. a very and so you're talk you're literally making this movie for me, mm-hmm. and yet mm-hmm. I still have pushback. Yeah, no, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that because once I finished my live tweet, I searched through the hashtag and I found. Now, me, I I thought I and I still do feel like I understood a lot of the movie, but this like technical stuff with tenure and whatnot that I didn't know. But mm-hmm. there were so many people, like I mean, constant tweets like. What the fuck is this? I don't understand what's going on. What is happening with the, and they may not, of course, been speaking about tenure. I think it was just about the movie in general. Mm-hmm. But to have that many people, and it's just Twitter. It is. It is not, you know, representative of the rest of the world. But where else are you going to go outside of the water cooler at work and see hundreds of people giving their opinion about this movie? So though it is Twitter, it, it still is representative of people being confused about this movie yeah so. i'm I, like i said i know the process and i'm still confused about the movie. <laughs> you know it's like you literally i yeah. I, here I am i like horror i mm-hmm. i'm all about i am a black woman who mm-hmm. came from a black woman came from a black woman you know like mm-hmm. who who has studied black women mm-hmm. you know like all of this and i'm like yeah but we need a little bit more about yeah. jasmine explaining yeah you know who she is yeah but, i mean all those things that we've already said that the critique is still there mm-hmm. and then we're adding on the fact that she's it, the um director writer director diallo mm-hmm. um needed to just let it breathe a little bit more and spend more time showing and not mm-hmm. and not even telling, implying, mm-hmm. showing and telling, and not implying to make mm-hmm. it clear. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely, because that even those that scene in the hallway when she was walking behind all those white people, and I guess it was a dream, but they kept turning around looking at her while they were like visiting the 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 dorm. Mm-hmm. To me, that could have been cut. I don't, I guess, see the significance because I don't know if the witch is real or not. And if the witch is not real and the and everything about the witch is actually live, I just don't, I don't think that ending, I don't think that ending is, that wasn't a good ending. Specifically, talking about Jasmine. Like, how do you, yeah. Where? how is that where you end up? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and they even said like Jasmine, like she she checked herself out of a hospital. I mean, there was just so much of it that you know. So Jasmine's ending, we we was dissatisfactory. Very much so. And then right. you also had I don't know if the police checkpoint and then Gail wandering off was a nod to get out. But that wasn't satisfactory either in terms of me being really clear about what is happening and what are you doing and what does this mean? Um, Instead of like, there's, there's no, there's no way out. There's, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, like for black women in, in academia going Mm -hmm. through uh, 
of PWI in particular and Ivy League one. Mm. And like, what does that say for all of the people that do make it through? Like, you, you know, like where was like a, an inspirational quote or something mm-hmm. that's kind of like for those of y'all who made it through, we see you, you mm-hmm. know, like stand up something. I, I, yeah. I would have wanted that. Yeah, this was, this was, this was, I don't want to say dumb. This was, there was a lot of things wrong with this. So I feel like it needed another pass or two. Um, because my question after everything is said and done, the girl who was murdered in the 60s, was she the only other black student ever? And then oh, but, Jasmine? Besides Sasha, yeah. Like, yeah, like, what's up with that? Um, hmm. That's weird. Because th- in that case, then I feel like Sasha maybe should have been biracial. So that Jasmine would have been the very first, like, visibly black student since then. Because now it's like, well, if other... I don't I don't know. I don't know. This Ooh. So so that's your case. So Sasha could have been your character from Ace of Spades. Like well, like if she was biracial and well, like you know like was no? Okay. Well no no no. No go go ahead cuz we may be on the same page. Cuz I was thinking that? like you know from like working the system knows the system. Right? Mhm. But is uh what was that the the student that she was uh with that that was gay Devon Devon yes mm-hmm. you know but you know so she had her eye on him but she also wanted to, to make it clear mm-hmm. that she wasn't like you mm-hmm. but either way like I, I can see I, I could grasp that character and and that understanding on to her mm-hmm. you know about because even that movie didn't it say like how they dealt with black students and um like when they let them in mm-hmm. to that prestigious school. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, I'm remembering yeah. more and more about this yeah. book now. Like, yeah, That's... I could see, and now you have like this fully black one. Yes. Which which really would have meant like, oh man, can you imagine if she was fully, fully like the hazel, like mm-hmm. I'm fully black in a way mm-hmm. that Nella was like, <gasps> Yeah. I can't be that black, but I mm-hmm. wanna be. Mm-hmm. Harlem chic and all yep. that. I mean, like, yeah, there. Is, I I wish she did. Uh, like, I don't know when this was. Um, when this was uh, taped or yeah. you know filmed, mm-hmm. but it we yeah we see hallmarks in this experience, which yes. also, you know, is weird because um, why is this always the experience? Because like I've been in PWIs for a long time and. You know, I've had different levels of experience, but, but, you know, it's like, what's up with this? Well, also, you know, if we're going to, I think, keep it 100, you want to look at um, Diablo, Diablo mm-hmm. but also um, Ace of Spades um, writer is an African woman. And I think there's something there, and I'm, I'm trying to pull up her name, because... <sighs> I may be reaching, but th- your experience as a Black American woman dealing with these institutions, like, I, if you were to write a book or a show, would it be similar to this, or would it be, no. you know? And so when you look at that... Well, no, that- there would be some things, yeah, that would be, like, you know, when you 
because it would depend on whose perspective would it be would i be telling the story from the ya perspective like an mm-hmm. incoming freshman or would i be telling it from gail's perspective in which case some things would definitely be similar but if you look at um ace of spades it is a ya thriller but then you look at this movie is this what is this rated it's not is it r like this isn't rated like g this isn't a g-rated movie so maybe uh, you think pg-13 no i i this can't be no gen like with just with the let's see i don't know i'm not a kid i watch everything <laughs> and as a kid i watched everything <laughs> so, so did i yeah so regardless of the rating um i do want to get her name right british nigerian uh writer uh farida abike iamidi I believe I've said that correctly. That's the Ace of Spades um, mm-hmm. author. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, this is rated R. It's a rated R movie. Okay. Yeah. So like, for even them to be different, um, different ratings and still kind of come to some of the same points or have some of the same plot points. It's like, is it? I don't know. I wonder if it is that non-American. And let me not say. Well, is that not American? Because Lord, I might be wrong. Go ahead. I'm. Let me look. Well, you know, I'm gonna say something that's gonna go. Ooh. When I first read Other Black Girl, Mm -hmm. I wasn't really feeling it. By Mm Zakia Delala Harris, I wasn't really feeling it. I have more appreciation for that book now after seeing this movie. Hmm. Okay. Well, can you um expound on that or? Yeah. Um. Part of it was because we had more of the interior life of Nella. Mm -hmm. Mm. So we understood her thoughts. We understood why she was at that publishing house. We understood Mm -hmm. why she was enthralled by Jasmine. We understood her own uh, personal issue with dating white boy Liam. Like we, Mm -hmm. we spent enough time with Nella to understand her. So it was the interiority Mm -hmm. that, um, that Harris gave us that we don't really, we, the only person we had some interior thoughts with was Gail and Gail just wanders off at the end. I'm never letting Mm -hmm. that go. Yeah. And so we don't like with Jasmine, we're asking for that. Like, why did you do what you did? Why are you here? Like, give us something, like give us the, like show us where your family is, where, Mm -hmm. you know, like tell us why you're here or give us the interior thoughts and like, so that we understand what's going on. Like give us something. So I, I, that part, I now get more when you're, when you're dealing with this, this ominous thing that, um, is going that's happening or like am I making it up or you know I'm getting these warnings and all this other stuff and I'm understanding how you're feeling I'm not entirely sure how Jasmine was feeling mm-hmm. about these things I almost felt like she brushed it off yeah she did when it's uh talking about who, who are you guess uh my name's on the fucking room yeah, you guess. Yeah, but even when the noose was there, I mean, I think that it was Gail who was kind of like more yeah. shook than she was. Mm-hmm. And even when the cross Amelia. was there burning, and she was like, get back, that, get back. That pissed me off. That pissed me off. And that, because how, black, white, green, blue, or whatever, if something is burning close to the building that you're occupying, why is your first thought to, to stand there and stare? I know it was a cross. I get that. But the flames were like massive. And Are she, you? Yeah. 
Yeah, and even if you were in shock, mm-hmm. what should have snapped you out of it was her screaming in your face, get back, get back, mm-hmm. and calling you by your name. Jasmine. Not not anybody get back where it's like echoing. No, Jasmine yeah. get back, you yeah. know? And she's just sitting there. At one point, I was like, did she do that herself? You know, because the way mm-hmm. she was just, you know, like, I, I didn't understand. Okay, so you're seeing this thing. You are this victim that we, we are told that you are being, you are a targeted victim mm-hmm. of racism. And mm-hmm. I don't know how you felt about it. I, 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 other than the one student coming to you and saying, hey, you can join us. Mm-hmm. No, you know, all these people at the end that you were dead, they came to put a, a, a candle, but nobody was like, hey, girl, you good? I mean, the only person who kind of sort of checked on you was your roommate, even after, you mm-hmm. know, it was weird. She was like, I- I'm not trying to hurt you. You were just screaming. You're okay. Okay. Yeah. And yep. that's, it was just like, but I don't understand because I, I don't understand her motivations. I don't understand what she understood. Mm-hmm. I don't understand, you know, like they dismissed like this, um, her wanting to uh, object about her grade. Is, oh, it's great grubbing, whatever. And, you know, like, oh, those, those, those perfections kind of just do that or whatever. I don't know. Like, why is Weird. it such a big deal? Especially Weird. because, I mean, we've been giving Gail some shit about how she dealt with it. Mm-hmm. But she said, do you want to ask for extra credit? Or mm-hmm. she's she like, sure nah, did. I'm upset, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, why? Why did, and she said, this is a big deal. Okay. Yeah. I'm not understanding that she, so, so that's what I'm saying. It was like shallow with that. But with the, uh, like, I just didn't like Nella. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I didn't was... like Hazel as people, you know, but I understood what was going on. Mm-hmm. So, which makes me appreciate that book more. Okay. Okay. Here, it's... I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. It's, it's very much you just interpret whatever's in your head that's canon because we didn't. Yeah. You, I agree with everything you said. There was no. Even her telling her mom, oh, my roommate loves me and I'm going, like, even that, just give me a little bit as to why you don't want to go home. Right. Just give me that. Just, yeah. Are, are you poor? Even though you are valedictorian and from a suburb, is your mama working 12 jobs? Like, is that how you're in the suburbs? It's, you know, in a lot of schools, let me tell you, a mm. lot of schools do not allow people to stay on campus. That's you know, okay. like now Come Thanksgiving on. is one of them because, you know, like you do have some people who just don't don't celebrate the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like uh, Canada has Thanksgiving in October and not here. Mm-hmm. So, like, I understand that. But it, it you know, the passage of time was even a little funny where they Weird. mentioned that. And, you know, it's like, OK, so was it just a weekend? I mean, I don't get it. Uh, and, and, you know, now, you know, no way in the world. I, you know, I black woman. Come on, know that you black girl are here by yourself and just leaving you at Thanksgiving, and I have a whole house. House, and I don't invite you to dinner. I'm not saying stay with me the whole weekend, yeah. but I'm not saying, girl, come get you a plate. The house is next door. It's literally next door. No, that does not, you know, and you know, like. I hate to say it like this. Never in the history of negative. Like, come on. Like, never in the history of black sisterhood mm-hmm. have I, even if I don't like you, bitch, get some food. Yeah. You now, just you can't eat it, eat it in front of me. You, right. you got to get it to go. 
Yo, that was that was weird as fuck. It really was. It. it... Yeah, it's it's almost now I'm getting to the point. Now I'm coming around to like, now you insulted me. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Really? Because like you're coming from me. Too much is, and, and I would feel the same way if Jasmine was white. Because mm. like, where? I, honestly, I would because yes, I'm not white. I didn't grow up white, but I still would be like, why are you here by yourself? Why is why are you lying and saying you're staying on campus? Like, if we look at this movie and 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 switch her out for a white girl or an Indian girl or a Hispanic girl, any of that, it still to me is weird mm-hmm. that you were just like you're not giving us a reason as to why you're lying to your mom. You're not giving us a reason why you're staying there. Like, yeah, you valedictorian, but we only learned that because you got into kind of almost argument with. Rachel Dolezal, like that, that that never came across just by you being and existing that you were valedictorian and you from the suburbs and you you know the baddest bitch in all of I don't know Toledo or whatever fuck you from like that never that never came across so like what like what are we so yeah I don't know I think that's the shortcoming on the on the the, the movie and the writing it's not even necessarily her character because. Mm-hmm. How did we? How is this okay? <laughs> you know what? I, I was when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I was at this Catholic high school. I had a religion teacher who said that um, one time, and this is like white religion mm-hmm. teacher talking to a white girl. At, they conversationally, she was like, "Oh, what are you going to do for Thanksgiving or something?" And she found out the girl was going to be by herself, mm-hmm. and so she invited her. Um, to dinner to mm-hmm. sup with her family and yeah. she said that that taught her to that not everybody is the same and to mm-hmm. always ask about something like that mm-hmm. and i to this day you know like she she learned to just ask everybody like she was like all right mm-hmm. going around the world what are y'all doing for things like does everybody have Thanksgiving plans y'all gonna have a dinner like something mm-hmm. because if you need you don't have any plans. You are welcome in my house. Mm-hmm. Like she just made that clear. She's like, I I've learned not to assume anything, and and mm-hmm. it's not a big deal, you know. But that's the that was her ministry and service, like that form of hospitality. And I do the same thing with some people. Like, hey, you what are you doing for Thanksgiving? People who got to work, mm-hmm. I will make you a plate. Yeah. You ain't gotta stay, but you you know like <laughs> I like stay. you know. In fact, I probably wish you didn't. But you can, <laughs> I, you know, but I'll I'll set you aside something because mm-hmm. I get it and I understand and I and I did learn that from her. So like you said, mm-hmm. that could have been anybody. So for her to to be targeted in that way, like we don't we don't know why the mm-hmm. kitchen staff was like mm, you know like. It just did not make sense. And that could have been anybody. Why are you treating her in this way when she yeah. didn't do anything to you? Now, she came through here acting a fool, <laughs> you know, something. Yes, and yes. And that's why, honestly, I did. I, I thought that we were going to see, like, the way we see Zoe mm-hmm. Renee, mm-hmm. cute little girl, mm-hmm. was not the way everybody else saw her. So what, how funny would it have been if uh, we see a black girl, mm-hmm. but to the... To everybody else, she's like a white girl. Hey, that would have that would have been even more. Even with all the same events of the movie, that still would have been more interesting. You know, like when you looked in the mirror, we find, we actually saw that she was a white girl. Yeah, which something. Oh yeah, because 
the mirror in that shower scene was weird. That could have been cut, but I'm not even going to go there. I oof, was disgusted. Um, yeah, this was this was interesting. What last like question? Mm-hmm. Would you? And you may have already answered this, but is this a movie that you would recommend to anyone else? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, no, I am right. so sorry. It's all right. No, 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 I just asked: Is this a movie that you would recommend to someone else? Maybe not Die Hard. You got to see this. But if they ask for like a horror movie or a thriller, suspense, would this be on your list of films that you would recommend? Mm. If I was. I would recommend this film to not to a broad audience. Remember I was talking about that niche of a niche of a subgroup. So I would recommend this film if, if we were talking about um, how academia is portrayed. So let's say with my um, collective of black women and femme scholars Mm -hmm. and we were talking about how black women are portrayed in academia in the media and we talked about camille from harlem and Mm -hmm. we talked we may juxtapose it with this i have not seen sandra o's uh show on netflix Mm -hmm. so i don't know if there's any black people there but i know that um it was sending people i think it's called the chair Mm -hmm. it was sending people in a tizzy so maybe we want to talk about it in terms of that Mm. If we, if I was talking to a group of people or somebody who was, who wanted to do like a, a film analysis or wanted to compare, mm-hmm. get out or something like, oh, yeah. I, I would bring it up in that way. Mm-hmm. Would I bring it up in terms of in, like pure enjoyment? Like, mm. yo, you got to see this. Right. No. Um, it, <laughs> Or not really, and and it goes back to what I said before. There's so many other things to watch on TV mm-hmm. yeah. that I would tell you if you want to talk about like academia and maybe some of the themes of being a black student in academia. Mm-hmm. I would point to Bel Air before I point mm. to this. Okay, interesting. Okay, so would you? Ooh. Um, I would not recommend this. Well, no, no, I would, but it would be much like you in the context of a larger string of movies. Like if we're looking at all this new, this newer take on social commentary within mm-hmm. horror, sure. But because a way a lot of things were poorly handled or not handled at all, um, I think it would open us. I would have to give a lot of caveats. Yeah. And that that those last ten minutes to me was whole nother movie. So um yeah. So yeah. yeah, I would recommend it, but it would be a strong disclaimer like okay, this 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 and that and I'd have to be um recommending it for a specific reason. It's mm-hmm. not just a watch. It's yeah. social awareness movies, we can put this in the conversation. Uh poorly done horror movies, do it in this conversation. Regina Hall perf- performances, definitely watch it. But like just on its own, I I can't say that I'd recommend it. Well, that's that on that, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, see, so listen to y'all watching and let us know if you would recommend it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please. Like, yeah. you know, did we, did, 
are am I too close to it to it to to see <laughs> what what mm. I should have seen? Hey, holla at you, girl. Let me know. No, for real, because this is whew, this was something else. I don't know. Um, but yeah, listeners, man, thanks for listening so far. If you've seen the movie, you know, let us know. Use the hashtag. Uh, CBN pod and, and talk your shit with us. And um, if not, and you plan on watching it, let us know how you feel. It could be later. You know, this mm-hmm. uh, podcast is up and out. And so it's going to be there to the end of the internet. Um, let these people know about your show and where to find you and all that good stuff. Okay. So thank you so much for having me, Rain. Of course. Of course. You have been. I don't need like like the godfather of our <laughs> podcast and I just appreciate you so much. So the name of the podcast is Watch With You. Season one um, is about black women and period pieces and particular romance. Now we diverge a little bit because we sure enough talked about Batwoman and 4400 <laughs> and Queens and that kind of people, but black women are always, always, always at the center. I host it with my best friend, Lady D, and uh, one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Lady D. And I'm pretty sure she was actually making me say, I'm not your best friend, I'm your sister. So my sister, (laughs) Lady D, and uh, also uh, we're wrapping up and uh, Rain I'm I'm like saying hey, it publicly. Come on. He's going to be uh on our panel discussion for Bridgerton season two. Oh yes. And then season two. So we're gonna take a small break from Watch With You Pod and mm. then we're gonna come back and we're our season two is gonna be on black speculative fiction. Mm. So black women and black speculative fiction. So look out for that. In the meantime, we do have a diverse catalog. So we have everything from um a Bridgerton breakdown, Sandy 10. Uh, there's also a book talk on seven days in June. It, uh, look at you, because Rain came on that one too. So the homie has been up and yes, through. Yes. We God. talk about wrestling, The Flash, Batwoman, uh, Queens, our kind of people. We had a whole section on on holiday movies called Mistlehoes. So we uh. mistlehoed our way. <laughs> through holiday movies we talked about harlem we talked about and we talk about wrestling so um if you are interested in what black women are doing please follow us on twitter at watch with you pod and then we have links so you can look at our um the shows that we cover in our podcast and uh you can go to the blog read a few articles and you know how at you because i do play with people on twitter hey hey there was some published articles live. No, <laughs> <laughs> I get two comments and I'm gonna be like, mm, here we go. <laughs> I know for real. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Those links will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on and discussing this master of a horror film. I don't know. <laughs> so yes, listeners, please check those show notes. Um, if you don't want to rewind and write down everything, the show notes will have all the links. Uh, me, you can find me here, uh, Carefree Blurred on Twitter. That's the most immediate way to get in touch with me. Um, CarefreeBlackNerd at gmail.com. If you'd like to email me about anything, uh, everywhere else, CarefreeBlackNerd, Instagram and all that good stuff. Uh, TikTok, I think it's CarefreeBlackNerd as well. If you want to find me there. And um, shit well until next time stay carefree stay nerdy stay geeky and do not be the only of your kind in any space well let's do that let's just not do that (laughs) please 
soon.